Have you ever popped one quick ampiclux for a zit or a boil that has refused to clear? Or are you one of those who never completes the dosage of antibiotics? Well, drag your seats closer because today's show is for you. Hello, my name is Lilian Ogazi and this is Nigeria Daily. Antimicrobial resistance has become a big challenge in Nigeria and even globally. According to the World Health Organization, the Nigerian National Action Plan for Antimicrobial Resistance found that the bad use of antibiotics was common with 42% of adults and 467 to 71.1% of five-year-old children were given antibiotics without prescription and 68.3% of adults used antibiotics following prescriptions. In simple terms, when you abuse antibiotics in treatment of bacteria or fungal infections, the bacteria becomes resistance, hence antimicrobial resistance. Have people experienced this? Nkem Collins tells us his story. So um, I've always had sore throats. My, my malaria infection, malaria disease, usually comes with sore throat as a, a symptom. When it comes, it comes severe. This throat infection, it comes severe as it comes then I usually do take drugs. So um, I've always been having it since from when I was young. Anytime I have malaria, I have social. Sometimes I have social frequently because of cold, desiccata dust, most like most of the time. So um, about a year ago or two years ago, I had a severe one that it came really severe. And I went to the the um, hospital, and the doctor prescribed augmentin for me. So I took it home. I started taking it. Augmentin is an antibacterial, so I started taking the drugs. But I didn't finish the dose because as I was taking it halfway to it, I stopped. The sore throat stopped coming, and I thought that I was being cleared, and I stopped taking the drugs. So after 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 a while, I sort of did not come. I didn't get sick for that particular time. So in recent days, it has started coming, or it had coming and going, coming and going. That was like last two months. They coming and going. Then I had it again. So I went back and I decided to, I went to the pharmacy shop there in my side and I bought back the argument because of how effective it was when I took it the last time. So I took the drugs and finished it this time around, but it didn't work. I had to complain. I went back to the hospital and I complained to the doctor that I had taken the argument earlier before and i didn't finish the dose and it worked but now i've taken it again and it did not work so i was bothered so they asked me to run a test and i ran a test for the sore throat bacteria that was in me and only for me to discover that it was resistant to the augmenting drugs and i was perplexed i was shocked how can a bacteria 
or how can an illness get resistance to a drug or to this augmenting drug? I was surprised. And he he told me, the doctor told me that in all these cases that if some bacteria, because it's a bacteria that causes so truth, they do get resistant to certain drugs or certain doses of drugs which is being taken. So that particular strain can be passed to another person and can be passed. So that's why you can see in a situation whereby you take a particular drug and it doesn't work for you. But if you take an hour one, it works for you. Or if you take it, if someone takes a particular drug, it works for the person. And if another person takes that particular drug, it doesn't work for the person. This now differs on the strains of on the strains of bacteria the person have. So he explained it for me and I now understood that okay this particular strain that i have on me is augmenting resistance so i was well i'm happy for the knowledge because you know we learn every day so it's it's very important that we have to know that bacteria do get resistant to drugs so after then i he advised that i should take level fluxazine so i went ahead to take level fluxazine and he cleared off so Please, my people, we should, we should we should know that this drug resistance is something real from bacteria, especially. Yeah, it's, it's a real something. And if a particular drug doesn't work for you, that doesn't mean the drug is not good or impotent. Or it's not it's not good, it's not good. But then that drug is good. That means maybe the strand of bacteria that you have is resistant to that drug. That was in Kim Collins. They're telling us how we experience antimicrobial resistance. Hmm. You are listening to Nigeria Daily. We'll be going on break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www. DailyTrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we're talking about antimicrobial resistance, simply put when your body gets resistant to antibiotics due to abuse. In Nigeria, asking for a quick amoxicillin or a quick tetracycline to treat common cold is actually becoming a norm. How bad is the abuse of antibiotics in Nigeria? I had a chat with the pharmacist and this is what he had to say. I'm a pharmacist, Franklin Lumeyeva. Actually... A very sad one because evidence is showing that uh, we're having a lot of um, antibiotic resistance and we're having um, large streams of microorganisms that are developing a lot of resistance to a good range of antibiotics. Of course, antibiotics are not over the counter medicine. Usually, they are supposed to be ideal, they are prescription based. Why? Because they are only recommended by a physician where there's need for use 
not supposed to be an overgrant medication where someone can come in and pick up and do that without proper advice or guidance on its administration. So over time, there have been a lot of abuse on antibiotics. Most persons just going buy them, consume them without following the recommended dosage or uh, duration of treatment, thereby making those antibiotics resistant to whatever the intended treatment. And sometimes, over time, of course, over the years, it's not evident that it's not a widespread issue. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's something that we really need to look into because in the future, we'll be having challenges with dealing with uh, a lot of these organisms. Mm. We may not be able to have medicines that can manage them anymore or that can treat them anymore because almost all of them have been abused. They've been exposed. These microorganisms have been exposed already or previously to the available uh, antibiotics. Okay. Thereby making them very, very resistant. Okay. Can you categorically tell us what causes or makes um, bacteria resistant? How um, antibiotics or what um, abuse of antibiotics causes? Well, apart from even causing um, bacteria resistance on those antibiotics, you have to see that most times even it becomes more difficult managing cases that have been a lot more easier to manage. Now, what happens in antibiotic resistance is this. Usually, in the treatment of infections or treatment of um, or in the use of antibiotics, we look at the susceptibility of the microorganism and choose a more sensitive um, antibiotic to it. So where all the ones that are supposed to have been sensitive and they're readily available, cheap or affordable, have been abused previously, it becomes a challenge on the healthcare system. Mm. So the healthcare provider will have to step up by going to get a more expensive antibiotic or an antibiotic of a higher class that may not have been needed for that treatment because that patient has been exposed to the previously the lower ones, not like they are cheap or anything, but because they are, they are, they are, they are there's what is called them, we can call them first line. Mm-hmm. They are exposed to some of the first line antibiotics that can easily be used to manage their situation. So at the end of the day, you have to go for something up, something higher, above that line. And most times, the higher you go, it becomes more expensive. The cost of uh, managing client's health will become more expensive due to uh, uh, exposure or resistance of microorganisms to most of these disease conditions. Okay, apart from the cost, then too, we may be having a situation where uh, we may be having an emergency in um, the spread of diseases because, uh, of course, if they are resistant, then definitely that means it's easier for resistance strain to be spreaded. So if that becomes the case, it becomes a very challenging situation for the country because they may have to look for uh, other alternatives to see how they can address the situation. So, I mean, it's a, it's a serious problem on the healthcare system if it's not tackled properly. Okay, so is it true that um, when you don't complete your dosage of antibiotics, you're also most likely creating resistance? Yes, if you're, for instance, a particular antibiotic is uh, sensitive to a particular microorganism and the doctor or the physician or whoever the the health practitioner says, okay, let's say um, antibiotic A is sensitive to this particular disease condition. And antibiotic A for that particular treatment is supposed to be taken for at least seven days. Mm. They now prescribe antibiotic A for seven days. And the patient goes out there and buys antibiotic A, which is correct. And maybe they say take it morning and evening, 12 hours apart. The person actually takes morning and evening, 12 hours apart, but took for three days. Now you see the problem. Mm. Duration is part of it. So he has abused, he has, he has abused that medication by not, uh, we have different ways when we talk about irrational medicine, use of medicine. One of the, we we'll talk about uh, the wrong medicine, wrong medication, wrong duration of time, uh, frequency and the rest. So you see that there is a wrong duration. Duration is not right. They said seven days and he did three days. 
Okay. If I decide that he has already exposed that antibiotic to that organism, when it goes back, mutates. Okay. And then starts forming resistance. So you start having resistance strain. And if that particular disease condition is what can be transmitted, if it's transmitted to the next person, it becomes a resistance strain that is being transmitted. So the next time I want to treat that person again, you may not need that same antibiotic because the strain is already resistant to that uh, microantibiotic. So you have to look for something higher treat which is which is not really good okay so and before you know they start spreading a resistance strain okay so it becomes a serious health burden okay so a school of thought have said that the availability of patent um chemists who just prescribe medications are also a contributor to this nigerian's attitude towards abusing antibiotics what's your thought on this and how do you think that can be remedied uh, uh yes one of the contributing factors is also the body in two ways on the patient and also on the healthcare provider. Mm. Sometimes the information are not properly passed during counseling okay. to these patients. So at the end of the day, they don't get the real message or understand the implications of some of these things. That is one part of it. Then, certain medicine dealers, too. Well, I don't know how much they are being regulated, but I know for sure they are, they contribute hugely to some of these challenges we see. I have seen people who come to tell me that uh, they went to a chemist and they were given two, tab- two capsules of uh, maybe anti-clos. Or they had, they had a boy, they went to the chemist and they gave them maybe one capsule or two capsules of anti-clos to drink. I mean, that's, 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 that's misuse of medicine. That's an abuse. It's wrong. Okay. So it's, that's, a lot of them are not well informed or knowledgeable or well equipped with information. So they just go, learn some part of it, they add to something and feel that it's all about the buying and selling. Okay. It's far beyond buying and selling. So I think the regulatory uh, agencies, uh, PCN in particular, should um, step up their game in regulating mm-hmm. these people. And of course, they have a list of what they should procure and sell. But just that, you know, Nigerian factor, nobody regulates anything. So now they oh. have stock of almost all the antibiotics or whatever they are not supposed to stop. They now stop them. That was pharmacist Franklin Numenzi speaking. Hmm. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Bye for now. <music>